newsy to me, baby. Beanie, beanie. Talk newsy to me, baby. News. News. I'm trying something different. Oh. Apparently, my voice is doing something weird too. Oh yeah, you haven't sounded like this all day, and now I don't know what's happening. Your voice is like, oh, we're going to be used. Let's go prepubescent and not be able to keep a pitch. Yeah, apparently. Or you're now a smooth radio oh. jockey. Oh, there it is. We've gotten back to our regularly scheduled program. We're going to talk about some uh, pop culture news. Yeah. It, it's been something that I thought would be fun to do because there's always a bunch of different stories that don't really fill up one whole podcast episode, but we still wanted to, you know, give our our personal takes on things that are happening and let you know about things that are coming up that we want to cover. And, and we know that we are the only people you care to listen to. Indeed. And that way you can let us know what you're actually excited about hearing about, whether it's a show or a game or a book or a, I don't know, a pop-up shop. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't in your recent thoughts at all, was it? No, it's not like there's going to be a new pop-up Pokemon thing in Los Angeles that's really expensive. No. <laughs> oh, it is expensive. Yeah. You want to know it's not expensive? What? There's a Harry Potter cafe. I did see that. Yeah, it's in downtown. Yeah. It's called the Nimbus Cafe, I think. Yeah. Which could have been either a Harry Potter cafe or a Dragon Ball cafe. Could have gone either way. But they chose... That's true. Harry Potter, which... Well, I mean, they can change it on a dime and like have a special DBZ day. I mean, that would be cool. Suddenly you get all your lattes have, like, the four stars on the top. Did you see that? Uh, they only serve Thai tea lattes because they're orange and they can put the stars. That's fair. Uh, did you see the way back when it was, like, in Japan, a dude was dressed like Goku and was on a hoverboard, but he covered it oh, with yeah, a yeah, Nimbus yeah. cloud? Yes, I did. That was funny. I feel like... That's I, victory. <laughs> I feel but, like I saw... There's a thing like that that... I don't remember what his actual name is. It's Jesse something. Um, the boyfriend from Boyfriend vs. Girlfriend, I think, did a bunch of those kind of things. I know he did Aladdin but with the flying carpet, but I don't remember if he was. He also did something like that. Those are corners of the internet? I do not know. Classic corners of YouTube. So, uh, I think we could kick this off with a little bit of movies coming out. Movies? So, when this... Uh, Goes up, we will yeah. be seeing Spider-Man. Yeah, that this really, really low-budget movie that you've probably never heard of. Yeah, you know, they have like... A, a sequel a, to a movie you've never heard of. <laughs> they just use a sock over someone's head. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, but I'm sure that we will probably be doing a review of that very yeah. soon. Uh, Whether but, it be next week or the week after. Right. Depends. Uh, just didn't... Yeah, we don't need to go into it because I'm sure we will... Later on. But, yeah, that's a thing that's happening. Yeah. And that will be closing out uh, Phase 3 of the MCU. Four? No, Phase no. 3 going into 4. Yes. Yeah. So, this it's is It's kind like of the, the end and the beginning. Yeah. Well, it's... From what I hear, it's just kind of like... The... In a way, like... Endgame was obviously the climax. This is sort of the aftermath or the epilogue. Well, I hope it's better than most epilogues in most books. And yeah. most movies. Yeah. And most TV shows. But it seems to, yeah, be 
kind of setting up how it's going to be post Endgame. Post Tony uh, Stark. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. There are lots of cute little uh, comics that I've been seeing on the interwebs that can please you. Uh, are they the Tony Stark and Nebula ones? Uh, no. those are some of my favorites. I've been seeing Tony Stark and Peter stuff. Oh, um, Dan shared me on this girl on Twitter who does, uh, Uncle Tony and Aunt Nebula, and it's, it's really cute, and it makes you wish that Endgame was, like, uh, an hour and a half of just Tony and Nebula on a spaceship with Tony teaching Nebula how to do things like play chess or play snap. I think I saw maybe one of those, but I have not seen, like, the full regalia of it. Uh... But yeah, so another one that boldly comes out, I think the same day, uh, is Midsummer. Oh yeah, the horror movie. Yeah, so they are being really ballsly, ball, ballsly. 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 Uh, that's a that's a different movie we're yeah. talking about. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, it's decide. It's the same guy who directed Hereditary, which is crazy movie. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's gotten really good reviews so far, and he's like, Spider who? Nah, I'm going to release my movie. I, I've i been seeing some stuff about this, and they keep saying Jordan Peele says um, great things, and like it's very original and all that, so I'm, I'm down. I do like horror movies. I mean, Hereditary was very impressive. I couldn't it's... watch Hereditary. No, and I understand why. It's totally okay. Uh... But I read the else, summary of Hereditary. If nothing Hedder. else, like it's just the atmosphere. He's really good at atmosphere and visuals, and you can tell everything has a purpose. Mm-hmm. So it made me interested in the director. Okay, cool. So is the Hereditary the only other movie he did? Uh, that I can think of that's like of big budget. I think it might be his first, uh, like English release. Okay, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I I could be wrong, but that was like definitely the, the his one first like big American movie. Yeah, I think he had done some other stuff uh, somewhere else. I think Ooh. he's Danish. I want to say could be wrong again. Uh, but I mean, well, Midsummer is a Swedish holiday, but I don't think he is actually Swedish. Anyway, that's coming out. So, uh, on the note of horror movies. Yes. Uh, a new horror movie coming out that just brings back all the trauma of my childhood. The Lion King? I mean, yes. But given that Disney's trying to classify that as a normal movie, we're going to skip over The Lion King and forget it exists. Well, yeah, it's coming out, and I'm probably not going to see it. No, which is crazy, because you are it's my such favorite, a big It's fan. my favorite Disney movie, but no. That's how I feel about the non-musical Mulan. I'm like, mmm... If you're not giving me Donny Osmond and you're not giving me any singing, I don't know if I can handle you. Because, like, then what are you doing with Mushu? Is he just going to be, like, an actual dragon walking around? He's not going to be a wisecracking? What about the horse? What about the cow? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Also, on a random note, I hate how all the Lion King pop figures look like they're from a horror movie. Yeah. They are terrifying. But the movie I meant to uh, talk about was Crawl. Which is a movie where a girl and her dad are trapped in a crawl space yeah. during a, it looks like like a category four or five hurricane in Florida and their house is invaded by gators and they chase them around a la 
It, people keep comparing. Is this based on a true story? <laughs> Hopefully not, because these gators seem a lot more um, deep blue sea than they do Jaws. Though people keep comparing it to Jaws and saying like, oh, it's the Jaws for gators. And I'm like, eh. Gator Jaws. Jabber Jaws. Um, but it looks, it reminds me much more of like deep blue sea. And if it wasn't for the fact that they're carrying a dog in one scene in the trailer and then there's no other dogs in the movie, I'm like, I will pass. <laughs> also, isn't Jabberjaw a shark? Yes. <laughs> anyway. I love Jabberjaw. Uh, but I just, I felt like as a uh, natural born Floridian, I needed to mention Crawl because otherwise I was doing my home state wrong. That is fair. Uh, so another one that's coming out, we saw the trailer for it a while back, was The Art of Self-Defense, which is the weird, like, dark comedy Jesse Eisenberg movie, where he, like, oh, takes yeah. up karate or something, and it just looks really weird and quirky. I completely quirky. forgot that was coming out. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was double-checking what was coming out this month, and looks like that's one of them, and it's gotten really good reviews so far, so. Alright. I mean, if we do the AMC thing, then maybe... I'll go see it. I yeah. guess you don't have to, but... I mean, I here's the thing. It. If we... So, Casey and I are debating getting the AMC card, which is like MoviePass was, but a little bit different and only for AMC theaters. And if we get it, I'm much more willing to go see uh, movies I'm not particularly interested in because we have the chance to go see a bunch of movies. And it barely hurts you to see it. I mean, that's debatable, but it barely hurts my wallet. Yeah. Which is where it counts. Exactly. Uh, the only other big one this month that I saw was, uh, I didn't real. I thought it was much later in the year, but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Tarantino movie. Oh yeah, that's it, this month. Yeah. Wow. I did not realize that until I was checking. I was like, oh, I thought it was like October, November, like more towards uh, award season time. Mm-hmm. But it looks like it's coming out. Tarantino doesn't care about award season releases. He's like, I'm Quentin Tarantino. He wants you to think that he doesn't care, but he does. No, what I mean is he cares about award season. He doesn't care about an award season release time. Because he's like, I'm freaking Quentin Tarantino. You're going to go see my movie and remember it and love it anyway. I don't need to release it when everyone else is throwing out their Oscar bait. But then... Oh, come award season time, he'll be like, remember when I released my movie? <laughs> you didn't forget, right? He's like, I- I'm still here too. I had a movie this year. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I remember he got upset at Arclight because uh, the Hateful Eight wasn't playing in the Dome because it was being played by a new movie called The Force Awakens. <laughs> and they're like, no. No, they're like, <laughs> Ooh, we're making more money on this one. They're like, you are not Star Wars. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm Quentin Tarantino. You are not Star Wars. Goodbye. Um, that's the other thing. Um, Star Wars is coming out later this year. Yeah. Are you of the mind that it will be good because J.J. Abrams is returning? I'm... Or that it will be bad because there's no helping it? I, do- I have no idea at this point where they're going because they're like... This is the direction we're going. And then last Jedi was like, we're going to make a giant U-turn. And I'm like, so are we going in a circle? Where, where are we going? <laughs> uh, I I know I'm a, more of a J.J. Abrams fan than you are. Uh, <laughs> but mostly because I haven't seen Lost. So <laughs> I'm not tainted in that sense. I mean, 
here's the thing. I like J.J. Abrams' properties. I liked Fringe a lot. And the ending of Fringe was fine with me. Didn't, didn't he also do Alias? Maybe. I haven't actually got to see Alias. Okay. I want to. It's on my list of stuff to see, but I haven't seen it. That's what I mean. TV-wise, I didn't care about Lost. Lost was like meh for me. I was like, Bleh. it was meh. I hate what he did to so much of different like parts of Star Trek that I'm just like, I want to shove your lens flares in your mouth and down <laughs> your throat <laughs> sometimes. And, and it's one of those things like, I don't disrespect him as a director Sorry. and i liked the, the i have to pause for just a second because my mind is funny <laughs> i just pictured you trying to chase him and capture him and tackle him for all the things he did to star war or to star trek and then he's like lens fair ah, and you're like ah, i can't see and he runs away and then also he, he uses it as a means of escape <laughs> and he made the movie where han solo died yeah so like He's just stacking up stuff of ruining my favorite parts of franchises. And I, I won't say he ruins entire franchises. Though, you know, maybe. Um, but he ruins parts of franchises, and it's always the parts I really like. Or, like, the parts I have a lot of investment in. And so when he creates a show... It's fine because I have no other expectations. So I can like Fringe. I can watch if he made Alias. I, I really don't know. But I could watch something like a show that he made. Like the Bad Robot shows, I tend to like them. Other than Lost. I did not like Lost. Um, but when he enters franchises, he tends to enter them from a point of view of a fanboy who has certain things he likes. And then he ruins all the things that I like. And... Well, breaking news here at Talk Nerdy to Me, baby. J.J. Abrams hates you. Specifically. That's okay. I just thought you ought to know. He sent me a personal note that says, I hate Amy. He will until he meets me. We talk. I convince him and brainwash him of my plans. And then I'm hired forever. Yeah, but that hasn't happened yet. So until then. I'm just saying I can see the future. Lens flare. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? Uh, so I wanted to talk. We got some games coming out. There's really only like two big ones, uh, and they're both for the Switch. The Switch. So first up would be uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance: The Black Order. Which, <laughs> Excuse you. Which some people aren't happy about as a Switch exclusive because it was originally the other games were on. Stuff like the PlayStation and the mm -hmm. Xbox. And so they're like, meh. Meh, see? Yeah. Meh. Why does the Switch get it? And I'm like, probably they might have paid for it. <laughs> yeah, and also the Switch is a pretty dominating platform right now. Yeah. Like, everyone's putting their game on it. But it's uh, it's weird. It's a, The game's story follows uh, the Marvel characters trying to stop this guy named Thanos from getting the Infinity Stones, it looks like. Oh, wow. And he has a team of... Of people called the Black Order oh. to help him get the Infinity Stones. So we're doing Endgame. I mean, they except are... like off-brand Endgame. So I hope that this you can see the Silver Surfer in this game because they are riding the wave of success. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I love everyone's uh, thoughts on <laughs> the look of Captain America, it's like. Off-brand Captain America. No, not that one. No, 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 no. Not that's, that one? That's the Avengers. Oh, that's right. That's 
Oh, the actual oh, Avengers. Oh, the other one. Marvel yeah. Ultimate Alliance is a like a strategy game. It's not that one. It's the other one that you played on your thing. Uh, I have not played that one. No? In front okay. Of you. There's a lot of Marvel games. Uh, that, <laughs> that was probably have... Marvel Heroes. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of Marvel games with very similar but titles. It's it's similar to that in, in in some ways for the the gameplay style. But anyway, so that's coming out. Uh, and then about two weeks after that is Fire Emblem Harry Potter Edition. <laughs> or The Three Houses. Mm-hmm. So it's all about... I mean, it's uh, only three houses. I know, so it's completely different. Yep. But, yeah, that one looks super cool. Yep. And you've only ever played the strategy attack version. Uh, so I've played Fire Emblem Warriors, which is the Dynasty Warriors version of it. I tried to play one of the other ones, and it would not save. Oh, uh, that's and a then, bummer. And then any other Fire Emblem game that is not on the Game Boy Advance is stupidly expensive. So, and hard to find. So, no. Like, the GameCube one, I think, is like $150 or something. Ugh. On average. Why? Because it's rare and cool and has Ike's blue hair. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, that's that's uh, that's July. Oh, and also, I'll be getting my pops of The Office. I'm getting Jim and Pam. Uh, I still which have to is... watch The Office. We will, because Netflix is taking it off no. uh, next year. It... NBC is taking it off Netflix. I don't care who's doing it. I'm just saying NBC is taking it off Netflix because they want to put it on their own streaming platform. That's why it's leaving. Groan. (laughs) But that's one of those points where you really, I, I, you can blame Netflix for plenty of stuff. You can't blame them for the fact that they're losing the office. That's completely on NBC. Oh, no, I am not like one of those people that's like, Oh, they're taking away friends or whatever. Like Netflix was never is never meant to permanently house anything except their original content. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else is kind of passing through, in my eyes, because it's not there. So you know, it's only for a limited time. How long that time is, you know, about varies. a year if it's The Office. Yeah, but I mean, it's the office has been on there forever. Oh yeah, but I'm just—I wanted to point out that the reason that it's leaving is not because of any specific thing Netflix does, because it actually brings in a lot of traffic for Netflix. Because yeah. people will binge watch and binge watch and binge watch and rewatch and binge watch the office. That's why they held so hard onto to Friends. Oh yeah, it's the same thing. But that—but it's NBC launching its own streaming platform that's taking it away. Yeah. <sighs> Anyway, on a even more depressing note, you ready? Sure. Uh, and back to games for a little bit. I saw recently, I read this article about, uh, and because I recently picked up the game, uh, so Call of Duty Black Ops 4 was mm-hmm. the latest one that's released. Uh, the new one looks amazing and looks like they're going to be doing all of the right things. Uh, but <laughs> for this one, oh, it, was developed, it was developed by Treyarch and apparently... They did not treat some of their employees really well. What happened? Uh, so the testers, like the QA testers, uh, were forced to park really far away. They weren't really invited to any parties. Uh, they so they had to park like a long walk away in separate buildings, like separate everything. Like don't talk to any of us. Only talk to your people. 
uh, work stupidly long hours for crunch time because they decided they wanted to add uh, Battle Royale mode to the game to compete with things like eh, Fortnite. <laughs> uh, and so that added even more pressure on their crunch time. And it was just a lot of things where like the testers were being very mistreated and they didn't get any bonuses uh, they were making really, really low pay while everyone else was making bank and getting bonuses. Like, I think their CEO uh, got, like, a few million in bonuses. Oh, yeah. Well, CEOs. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a that's its own topic for another day. Uh, but, yeah, it just, it's I saw that. It's Nerdy to Me Baby Business Edition, where we talk yes. about the horrors of, um, whatchamacallit, capitalism. Yes. Uh, but... So I, I just wanted to, to point that out and because it's kind of, it was reported, but it's just kind of being glossed over because they're like, ah, oh, well, that always happens with video game companies. But it's it's worth mentioning and it's mm-hmm. something that needs to, you know. Change. Yeah, because, I mean, you, you people like video games, including myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of the things that really help video games are quality testers. Mm-hmm. The people who can tell you that your game has bugs or your game is too hard to play or your game is too easy. There's... All those things. One like, person apparently, like, found in... There was, like, a coffee shop within the game. Or it might have been a different game, but still under them. Like, maybe one of the other Black Ops games. Anyway, he found, like, a list, like, a menu uh, for coffee and stuff. And it was straight up, like, a Starbucks menu. And he was like, uh, I found this, so you're not dealing with, like, thousands of dollars... Of lawsuits. Of legal, yeah, and legal fees. And they're like, good job, here's like one point. I guess it's like a point system. Mm-hmm. And it's like, cool, thanks. <laughs> it's like, cool, I just saved you millions of dollars. And you're like, good job, Timmy, go play. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think the, the caste system that I didn't realize was such a a, a, a big thing in companies like that is really crappy. It's really crappy. So, yes, justice for for workers and, and all that. That goes along with, though, there was an article about one of these shoot 'em up games where the people who were doing the graphics were required to watch actual people, like, being shot in the head and shot or, like, heads cut off and all that. Like, actual ones so that they could accurately depict it in games and they're, like traumatized from it and having a super hard time dealing with the things that they've seen and the companies aren't doing anything to help them apparently there was an escape room kind of like that where uh it you had like one of the clues was like watching someone get hung or executed from world war ii like during holocaust and all that kind of stuff and one this uh like older uh, gentleman, I think was like was a holo- was a survivor of World War Two, but I think he was like a uh, an Asian vet, mm-hmm. and and that was like in concentration camps or something. It was just like, why 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 are you gonna make him watch this? Mm-hmm. Why it's just why uh, did you take this thing? It's supposed to be a fun experience for people, right? Like and make it into a traumatic, you know, flashback. Yeah. But anyway, let's do something. Let's do something a little lighter, uh, like Batman. You know, Batman's super 
super light. Batman? What is there to talk about about Batman? Well, I think most of you know at this point that Robert Pattinson is going to be playing Batman. Oh, he's playing the great detective. Batman. Yeah. The Bitman. The Bitman. Uh, and that's definitely something that they are focusing on with this one. They're trying to... Marys wants to do more of the detective side, the world's greatest detective yeah. aspect of Batman. And it seems to me like with they do Batman the same way they do Sherlock Holmes, where they play up a certain aspect of the character. Mm, yeah. Versus like all of the, like with with Sherlock, uh, like Benedict Cumberbatch is the intelligent, the sociopathic, sociopathic, Pathic? sociopathic side, and whereas. Uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s was more of the quirk and eccentricities. There we go. Words are difficult sometimes. Uh, And so they just play up a different facet Mm -hmm. to the extreme. Uh, And so with this one, it looks like they're finally doing the, the detective side. And like, you know. We saw like a teeny bit of that in Batman v Superman because he's like investigating stuff. But... Other than that, we haven't really seen him do that in in the movie, so it'll be interesting to see them play up the the, the investigation, the noir side of it. So, and how are you liking Pattinson? I think it's cool. I mean, I know it was down to him and Nicholas Holt, and I'm like, uh, do I, I get a vote? I vote Robert Pattinson. Same. It just he, especially as like a younger Bruce Wayne, it I can see that a lot more. Yeah. Nicholas Holt looks like he would play young not Alfred. <laughs> yeah, not a Batman. No, he's not Batman. You are not the Batman. But uh, a recent update on that, because that you know we that's been out for like a month or so. Yeah. Uh, but it looks like Andy Serkis Ooh. is going to be in it. Uh, in an undisclosed rule as of this point, but is I he did... going to be a person? Yes. Okay. At least that's what it points to. Okay. All signs point to yes. Okay. Uh, it's going to be like, are we getting the penguin, but this time he's actually a penguin? Well, they are. <laughs> they are. They did say that they want to do the penguin, uh, but... He's not? But they, they said they were doing like a a younger mobster version of him. Okay. Uh, because the penguin is at a, his best when he is literally the polar opposite of Batman. Yep. Uh... Like the, if if Bruce had gone a different path, that's kind of what happened with Penguin. Yeah. Being like the rich kid, uh, who was orphaned and had like a tragic path. And a beaked nose. And a beaked nose. Well, it depends on which. <laughs> I'm which just thinking of the was. one. Is it the? Is it? With the Danny DeVito. Yeah. The Batman Returns. Yep. Yeah. Because that one's. Just... So comical. You know, it was a great penguin, which was in the Batman Arkham games, uh, Nolan North. Hmm. Really good, really so good So what we're going to do is get the body cap of Andy Circuits, but the voice of Nolan Andy North. Andy Circuits? That's his robot name. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to get his body capture and then just put Nolan North's voice on it and just have the perfect penguin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a penguin that got bit by a radioactive person but and became the penguin. Here's the thing I'm going to throw out that I've been thinking once they announced all this is if you're going to go with the detective side, a uh, little unknown uh, character that's really interesting 
and could be played in that way is uh, Calendar Man, which sounds like a really dumb name, and it, it is. It sounds like you're just going to go, Calendar Man, Calendar Man, does whatever a Calendar Man, it's July 4th. So <laughs> and, in, and in that case, you would probably have someone explode like a firework mm. because he kills people on holidays in some sort of relatable fashion. I was so on the nose with that, and I didn't even know. Yep. Uh, he's in one of the Arkham games. I think it's City. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's really cool. I think you could have a lot of fun with that. And if Black Panther taught us anything about Andy Serkis, it's that he wants to have live-action fun. Yeah. Which makes sense. And you should let him. he's good at he's it. He's earned it. And he's, he's good at it. He is. He's a great actor, period. Yep. Not just... And on the mocap side. That is very true. And I know this because many, many moons ago, I saw him in 13 going on 30. <laughs> and I'm like, give him more live action roles. He's Let so much him fun. do the thriller dance. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'm excited. I don't think he's going to be Penguin. So I'm wondering who he might be. He could be, uh, they could have him maybe as like Hugo Strange or that could be cool. Uh, I don't know. But don't know. Whatever it is, he's going to be good. Uh, so, Batman is a Warner Brothers property. You know what else is a Warner Brothers property? No, tell me, Casey. Harry freaking Potter. And you know what Harry Potter did? He's Harry freaking Potter. And he's got a mobile game. You're a legend, man, to us all. Every son and daughter. Stay! Wizards unite somewhere in there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the Niantic who did Pokemon Goo. Pokemon Goo. Uh, Pokemon Goo. Pokemon Goo. They released a new walking mobile game, uh, Harry Potter Wizards Unite, where you get to play a wizard and you go around uh, defeating wild magic and collecting spells and also collecting photos and also brewing potions and also completing daily tasks and also going through towers and doing things with other people and also having your phone crash because it takes so freaking long to so much stuff and to drawing look. zigzags and drawing zigzags uh but i i tried that sort of thing for a little while i tried the the energy games that i call them where you can only do so much before mm -hmm. you have to let your energy recharge. The only one that I like played religiously was uh, it was called Marvel uh, Avengers Symbol. I think uh, it was the Alliance the or Avengers Alliance. It's been it's, okay. it's been it's it's been it's been gone for a while. I was really sad, uh, but I that was the Facebook game that I would play for. I, I was obsessed. Like I was literally obsessed. Uh, I played it like all through college, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but I, that was the only time that I could do something like that. Where I just like, you have to wait to play this game, you unless do. you want to spend money, then you can play all you want. No, but like the thing about it is, like they don't recharge everything when you need it. So like you can have something that you're trying to do and you just can't do it because you have to physically go out and do all the other things. Like there's no way to complete daily tasks just like at home unlike a lot of other um energy games like that where you know if you wake up in the morning you can do your thing and have it be done no this one is like you do it's it's a mix between that and walking where you have to go out and it's all these things but like everything just 
So it I just tried sounds like it, too much in one it, thing. That's what it is. It's like it's trying to be Pokemon Go. It's trying to be like one of those energy games. It's trying to be this and that, and it's trying to like make you feel like you're in the Wizarding World. But what it is is very cumbersome and it's clunky. And I, as someone who loves Harry Potter, I really didn't enjoy it. Like it just didn't feel fun. It just felt like too much. Like a. Uh, a checklist, a task list of things. Yeah, do. that, and then, like, you're also collecting things in a scrapbook for reasons I don't understand, and just, like, so much stuff, and then you can't customize your character. All you do is change your color, and you're just this blob of a wizard, and I'm like, I, I, I don't know. That that kind of makes me interested now. I want to be a wizard blob. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just like a character outline of a person in robes and a hat, and you just, depending on what house you choose, you don't take a sorting hat. You don't do a wand choosing or anything like that. You just choose what house you're in. You choose what wand you have. You choose everything. And your character... They take your choice into consideration. They do. But still, <laughs> it's like I chose to be in Slytherin. So suddenly my outline person who was purple is now green. And that's it. The only like really cool thing was like if you start going too fast, you hop on a broom. But the broom is also the color of you. And I'm just like... I want to be a wizard blob. <laughs> and now I lose Casey and Pokemon Go forever to play Wizard Unite's blobs. Nah. Well, if blobs it was... Blobs Unite? If it was Blobs Unite, maybe. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I'll just stick to Pokemon Go. That's too much for me to... Yeah, and it's also like... I, I still in... only play that in passing anyway, so... Having invested enough time into Pokemon Go, having to now, like, switch out kind of games... Pokemon Go is the only actual mobile game I've played with any regularity. Same. So I, I I don't have a need for another one, and as much as I love Harry Potter, this is not the Harry Potter game I want. The previous record for me was set by, uh, I think it was Minions something. It was a Minions <laughs> Temple Run game. <laughs> I played that for a couple weeks, maybe a month. That was the longest. The only other game I played for with any sort of longevity was the Animal Crossing, uh... Animal Crossing Motorcycle Adventures. Yep, indeed. Um, the Animal Crossing tent camping game. And that one had daily tasks and all that, but you could do it wherever you were. You didn't have to be somewhere or go somewhere. And I think it's just a mix of that and, like, the only way that you can do it is by, like, leaving your house and doing all that, which is fine. But sometimes, like, you just, you know, you have other things to do. You can't make what? it... What? People have lives? No, Dang, man, I don't understand. This voice is very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm not into it. But I never if, if you it. are, that's cool. <laughs> it, it, it also, like, so I have an old phone, a very old phone that I'm looking to upgrade. But until then, Pokemon Go now has started crashing. This thing just, like, fully, my, my phone's like, the F are you doing <laughs> to be? Yeah. So, no. Uh, I have no segue for this. Charlie's Angels released a trailer. Charlie's Angels. Uh, I, re I recently watched it. Like, just like, to, like <laughs> read before this. Uh, but, because I, I, I heard about it, but I hadn't seen the trailer. Uh, yeah, it's a new Charlie's Angels movie. Yep. Thoughts? 
Um, so in general, I like Charlie's Angels. I liked the old classic television show. I liked the make with Lucy Liu and Cameron Diaz and Drew Barrymore. I liked the very short-lived TV show (laughs) (laughs) with all the other people that was on when they first started this remake of all the old shows. Um, it was one of the first ones, but it got canceled. Um, I enjoyed that one. I think I'll enjoy this one. I like, uh, Christian Stewart looks amazing in it. I enjoyed all the other people that were in it. Yeah, this looks like Kristen Stewart's like, this is a this is my vehicle, and I'm going to ride in this vehicle. Well, because she's playing completely, like, against type for herself. And I think that's amazing. She's playing, like, the sexy one, the adventurous one, like, the loudmouth one who does all the stuff. And I'm like, heck yeah, girl. I mean, I had a crush Show on it. her and catch, catch that kid, man. So, it's good to what see. What is catch that kid? It was this movie from, like, I think it was, like, 2004 or something. And 11-year-old Casey was like, this girl is pretty. And it had Corbin Blue and Max Teria, Teria, Max, Max. Yeah. And they were, like, sneak out and rob stuff and... It was called Catch That Kid. <laughs> cool. If anyone remembers this movie, join me in solidarity for Catch That Kid. <laughs> yep. Yep. But yeah, glad but, to see her back to that room. Yeah, and it has so many other people in it. It has Patrick Stewart. Yep. And, like, it's it's directed and, like, executive produced by Elizabeth Banks, who's also in it. Yeah, she Bosley. She Bosley. It has uh, Noah Surinman. Don't look at me. I don't know. Uh, the guy who everyone's in love with from To All the Boys I Loved Before. And the other one that had um, Barb from Stranger Things. The Sierra Burgess. Yep. He's in that. He was Alec on the Shadowhunters TV show. So, like, people just really liked him. And he's like has a big cult following on the interwebs, and he's in this. I think he plays a scientist, which I don't know if I believe, but sure. (laughs) Uh, And Naomi Scott. And Naomi Scott as our intro into the world. I really like her. It seems like, because there are three, and it seems like she's, this this movie is about her becoming the third person. So, from what... The the, third angel. The trailer makes it look like she is, like, someone they're working with to save and, like, help out, and she's going to become a Charlie's Angels. Which is interesting, because you start out every other thing with everyone already pretty much established as an angel. Yeah. This is actually like, the first time I think we really see... Yeah, and, and at the end, they have, like, the pose, and she's in that pose, so that... Oh, yeah. ...seems to be, like, this is going to be her... Wow. She's going to get a character arc, Amy. What? Yeah. A, a female character getting a character arc. A whole what? arc. Well, that's because it's Elizabeth Banks, and she really likes giving ladies stuff to do in movies. How thoughtful. She's great. Yes. I've always liked her. She's Spe- also very nice. Yes. Speaking of Elizabeth Banks, do you remember a movie she was in? Yes. It was called The Hunger Games. Yes. And she spoke to me. Yes. But, like, actually. Yes. Literally and metaphorically. Yes. But you want to know something else that's kind of cool that I forgot to put on our list of stuff to talk about that we can round out this day with? Well, I have one more thing, but let's hear it. Sure. Uh, The Hunger Games is getting a prequel. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Susan Collins is releasing a prequel set. I think it's 60 years in the past from, uh, I think, when the reapings and all that kind of stuff started. So it is the origins of the Hunger Games, and I'm curious about it. I don't think we need it. No, but I'd check it out. Yeah. Like, I like the Hunger Games. I've reread those quite a few times because I really enjoy the world building and all of that in I it. like her writing style a lot. Mm-hmm. And if they make movies now, we can be in them in a larger capacity. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the entire point I of this. I can be the great-grandfather of my sickly little child <laughs> in the first movie. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this entire segue to talk about this was to say, like, hey, cast us in your movie. Because we know you're listening. Yes, we know you do. We know this is the top news source and top podcast in all the land. Talk nerdy to me, baby, slash talk newsy to me, baby, reaches all the people. All the people, including the casting directors. You know who are also people? Who? Young teenagers. You know who are young teenagers? The people in Stranger Things. Whoa. Yeah. So by the time this comes out, uh, you'll have to wait like about two more days. Speaking of 4th of July. Yep. We're getting the summer of Hawkins, Indiana. Yeah, and people have summer jobs. With really awful hats. Yep. I'm excited. I like Stranger Things. I've been in the mood for it. Yeah, I like. I was one of those people, I kept hearing about Stranger Things when it first came out, and after about a week or so of everyone telling me I should watch this show, I hopped right on the bandwagon, and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the second season too, uh, just not, it, to me it wasn't as good as the first one, but this one looks really good. I hope it is yeah. fun, and I hope we see more D&D. I want to see more D&D. Are you and saying the, you like D&D? Well, they have, they release pops of their, uh, their character, like Will the Wise, like, dressed mm-hmm. up as, you know, his wizard and everything, and... So, I, don't, I hope we see more D&D. Leave me alone. Don't look at me that way. You can't see her, but she's looking at me funny and judgy. I'm not looking at you funny. I'm looking at you in a way that's I'm putting my head this way so my hair will dry. Well, they can't see that. Just so you know, I'm also letting my hair dry. But yes, I am very excited for the season. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the trailer. Like, it looks like uh, Billy's going to be a big bad. Yeah, it was something that they kind of were hinting towards on the second season, but uh, it's I guess it's one of those things where it's like, oh no, the bad goo gets on the bad person and makes him fully villain. Fully Full bad symbiote. hick. <laughs> uh, that mullet has superpowers. The mullet's going to become a demogorgon. <laughs> demogorgon mullet. The mullet just opens up into flower petal fish yeah. and just like, ah! so he's So he's turning into Quirrell. <laughs> Just turn around, the mullet just goes... <laughs> <laughs> yes, Voldemort lives on the other side of the mullet. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's that's the news. That the news. Uh, thank you for listening to Talk Nerdy to Me, baby. We hope you liked our little news segment. If you did, let us new know. News, news, news. No, new, go away. New, new. Um, and let us know by talking to us on the interwebs. I am at Amarie by the Sea on all the social medias. 
I am at Case Crusader on all the things. And let us know if there's something July-y that we missed. Yeah, let us know. You can tweet at us. You can talk to us on Instagram. You can leave a review on any of the things that let you leave reviews and comments. And you can rate us and help us reach a larger audience because we hope everyone can find some joy in talking nerdy. We to may have exaggerated just a little bit that it reaches everyone, but we want to make sure that that happens. It has the possibility to reach everyone. Yeah. And that possibility starts with the fact that you chose to listen to us today, so thank you, and we will talk to you again next week. Goodbye. <laughs>